Okay, hello and welcome to Suck My Fanfic. Welcome to Suck My Dan Hick. Dan Hicks. Coming in, uh, this is our, our another live stream. We're coming in at a very, very cool, chill, 45 minutes late. Um, yeah. Also, the name of the episode is for 62. I don't know if that matters, but it says episode 62, Heat Waves. That is changing right now. So, uh, if you'd like to join us, we have excellent streaming connection. I have a superior spectrum Wi-Fi at my house, um, so that can't be right. I'm going to change that to the name of the episode. Oh, please do. I uh, I do not have superior uh, streaming connection. I have a third-party company from Miami, and we are the only development in all of this city. That, for some reason, has them. And we can't get out of the contract. <laughs> well, I'm sure you get <laughs> excellent, excellent, terrible service. It's awful. The, one of the worst parts is they're like they're trying to like advertise it to us and be like, oh, it's so great, like the management. And they're like, um, <laughs> they're like, hey, you get free cable. And I was like, oh, that's cool. It's 20 channels, and none of them work. <laughs> and, like, five of them are, like, Pentecostal, like, African <laughs> Those are your free tra- <laughs> Like, I'm dude, not Dude, can't lying. wait to watch Gullah Gullah Island. Uh, Literally, dude. Yeah, at, like, 10 p.m. on a Saturday. That's the kind of free access stuff you're getting. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Retry later. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Say all right. what you will about streamers. They're punctual. They're on time. You know what I'm saying? Who's... Who's saying that? I am. Uh, okay. Because because that's that, I mean they have no they may have no skills they may, you know, be brainwashing people trying to make money off of them, but when they say a stream starts at seven forty five, that stream's coming up at seven forty five. Is that true? I don't I don't watch streams like that. Is Maybe that I hold thing? myself to a higher standard, but I can only imagine. That's part of the reason people like to watch people stream every day, right? Is the consistency and. Feel like they're part of a community and it's, it's always there for them even when everything else might not be you are asking the wrong guy because i don't i don't think i've ever i think the only time i've ever been on twitch was when i tried to figure out whether or not we could stream on twitch and then i gave up <laughs> we could stream on twitch now we just choose we just choose youtube that's our that's the overlord that we, we, we decided to yeah well they gave us the most money Okay, so uh, that uh, first bit was all about streaming though we are a fan fiction podcast um where we review. Oh, is that what we do? Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, that's we us. review fan fictions um, <laughs> sometimes. Most of the time, I'd say. I'd say every time. Pretty much. Yeah. I don't think there... Has there been an episode where we didn't review We did some fiction? episodes where we reviewed our previous episodes. Those uh, best of collections. Well, those are the best episodes, obviously. Yeah. So... No, I think hmm, we're... I think interesting. We're, we're definitely going to have a fan fiction this episode. So, uh, I will be uh, presenting you a, a delightful fan fiction um my name is ryan uh, and uh my oh my name's my alex. Okay. here alex we will be presenting you with a fan fiction but we're gonna get started off um alex has something that i'm very excited about so he, he has a very exciting opening topic i'd love to i'd love to to get right to it absolutely i just want to maybe maybe i can say we suck at streaming so this is why we're like really unorganized <laughs> we just suck at doing episodes we used to be really good at it but then somebody had to move away mm-hmm. And that was 
I, there's somebody who was me. I moved away. So I, I decided to complicate things. Um, but here we are. So, oh, what's the, the, the thing we're doing? Opening topic. I'm very stoked on this. I, I've, I've been ready and rearing to do this, and I feel like I didn't prepare enough, but I also feel like I overprepared. That's so right where like, you want to be. That's the, that is that's, yeah, right in the that's, cut. Yeah. Perfect. So I'm going to start. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share my screen, and then we're going to – oh, okay. Yeah, this is what we want to do. Let me make sure it's it's working the way I want. Does it look good on the stream? So far, I just see you. You just see me. Yes. I should be screen sharing. It's not screen sharing. Let me see if I can find another source. This might might be some live. Might be doing some tech live. Let me see. This is bad. This is the stream's dead, bro. Hold stream's up! Hold dead. up! Hold up! Is this what I want? I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. Is this what I want? Is this what I fully want? Is this what I want, dude? Damn. Damn. I oh, thought we tested, thought we tested it before. I fixed, uh, uh, this is live. This is live. This is happening. Let me go. Let me go. I got it. I got it. it. Tech support? Real live tech support. I'm going to delete you. In case anyone doesn't know how OBS Studio works, this, this, this is how it works. <laughs> We're doing it live. It's it's not trash. It's just you can't be trash in order to uh, in order to do it. So again, another thing like you can knock streamers, but I mean they're on time, they're punctual, and they know how this stuff works. Bro, it is a black screen on the stream I right know, now. I know, I know, I know. I'm send myself okay. to front. We'll just have you reacting to. Oh, there we go. Yo, bring yourself forward, though. Bring yourself Boom, forward. Boom, there I am. It's live. Everything's live. Normally, this is so <laughs> slickly produced. Do you like that? Did you like how I was just like, I was just like, uh, all right, hey, I don't really know. What to Boom, there I am. Okay. This is it, dude. This all is right. a purely uh, visual pun, the joke. So you really got to watch live. And uh, as we've already established, there is no way for you to know when the stream's actually going to start. So if you really you shouldn't listen to it afterwards, and there's no, no way for you to watch it live. So you're kind of you're kind of screwed. It's really like if we say, "Hey, we're streaming on Thursday. Clear your Friday night the next week for like three hours." I think that's it. <laughs> and prepare for the first hour to be us just like swearing under our breath as we try to get this thing going. <laughs> <laughs> fuck! 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 All fuck. right, you idiot! You idiot! I like um, the okay, screen. So... I can't see your face, but I like the screen. That's okay. On, uh, I probably can. More. Keep going. Keep going. I'm going to work over here. Hello, all. So Ryan and I always talk about the education that we have, and with our combined IQ, which I'm sure is pretty high, not to brag or anything, we can't figure out technology very well, and we have about 10 minutes from this that needed to be cut because it was an echo the whole time. Uh, if we don't explain it, basically we're going through book covers and trying to rank them on a tier list, which I know makes no sense because it's like a medium where you're listening, uh, but we try to describe them. So you're going to hop in about five places in at uh, Jurassic Park. Ryan loves a cover. You know, I think we hear my opinion. If we don't, I don't really like it. So you'll see, or you'll hear, I should say. And we hope you enjoyed. Sorry we lost a minute or 10 minutes, but um, that's what happens when you're live streaming and you don't know what you're doing. And uh, you don't have much time to prepare because you're busy all the time. And uh, yeah, Freud would probably say I should blame my mom, but here I am. Also, at one point we referenced doxing and that may be because I put my full name and Ryan's full name on the live stream screen.
uh, which is good reason to watch the live stream, really. But obviously, that's all taken out, so you don't know who we are still. Not like it's the internet and everyone knows who we are anyways, but who really cares? Okay, so you described it. You kind of gave your take on it. I would put, I put a... My hot yeah. take? I don't hmm. like it. I do not like it. And the reason why I'm going to say that is because I feel like it's so easy to fall into the realm of, like, super basic or too basic. And I, I think this... I, I think it encompasses the book really well, encompasses the story really well. I just don't like the oversimplicity. Um, I don't know if I like the color palette because um, it's got like a dark green as the dinosaurs, a silhouette, and then a blue Jurassic Park, and then Michael Crichton has a shadow behind it. Jurassic Park doesn't. You can mm. say A. I'll put it there. I would say I would I would personally not pick this book. That's up. interesting. Now that you've said, I, I knew something. I didn't like the top Jurassic Park font, but now you're right. That's really bothering me. The shadow behind Michael Crichton, and I mean yeah. they're totally different fonts that's actually really bugging you now that's why i said i just think it's oversimplistic i just i i feel like there's so much you could have done and i get that it's iconic i get that it's like so maybe that's why i don't like it because i'm just so used to seeing it yeah. i just want to see something interesting okay you know what I mean? um but my thing i mean I, and I gotta divorce myself from like understanding that this is jurassic park i know what it's about i know it's iconic and everything yeah. just like simply from yeah, the yeah, book yeah. simply by judging the book by its cover and not by the content of its character I guess I guess I could tend to agree with you. I, I would I would go top C bottom B on this one. Okay, let's do let's do top C just because we don't have any okay. C's yet. And if if I mean if there's a yeah, lot yeah. of books we'll depending on how them. it goes, we can move. I'm sorry I'm sorry for knocking. No down your no, I, I I, that's a very good point about the the font. That's very disappointing. Mm -hmm. And uh, but like, yeah. what else would you possibly put? Like, it could get very busy. I think Jurassic Park needs to be simple. What are you going to put? Like a Stegosaurus. I, I think dancing around i think an amber colored book like from where they get the dna yes, that would be cool if it was like the fly that'd be like yeah in yeah amber. okay good moving on to the next one that's that's where i feel on it whatever okay so this, this is neuromancer by this william gibson it's a hot mess okay it, this is this is uh i believe this one uh the, the book i think was published in 85 or 84 so it's post that um it's very much like surfing the web literally on a surfboard <laughs> If you've read Neuromancer, that would make a lot of sense because that's kind of how the book is. It's black. It's got a white grid on the back of it. The The font is absolutely atrocious. <laughs> the color palette is absolutely Yeah, I like, I like the palette. I like that pink. I really like the color palette with the black. It's too much. But then there's this weird, just like, like just weird, just box of a dude's eyes and nose. And he looks like a DMT painting. <laughs> and yeah. it's... And then I will say I personally hate when there's like a big blurb oh, that's awful. on the, the cover third, of the, the book. The top third of this book. The top – yeah, at least the top fourth is William Gibson is one of the most exciting new writers to hit science fiction in a long while. His first novel is an event I've been eagerly awaiting. Do you know how big those old uh, uh, mass market paperback versions are? They're not that big. So that's that's – you already have a canvas, which is like tiny. And then boom, we're just going to put a quarter, a third of it as a blurb. I can't do it. I can't do it. And then it says, the new Ace science fiction specials. No, I can't do it. Now, the cover of Neuromancer that I have is also trash. I don't think, I don't know if there could be a good cover of Neuromancer, honestly. Um, I've read this book. I thought the book was okay. It's very much like the, the very first whoa, whoa, like, don't, cyberpunk novel. Don't get into novel. the content. We're only surface level. No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, I get why this cover is the way it is. I just don't like it. That being said, 
I have a respect for these old, like, campy, pulpy book covers. I'm giving it a I would go. That's where I feel on it. I'm going to go D on this just because that grid, I get that it's supposed to be, like, there's, like, a white grid Mm -hmm. that's at a very, that's, like, kind of a weird perspective. And it's, like, kind of lining up with the title, but it looks like that was, like, the perspective grid used to draw. It just looks sloppy. It just, like, this doesn't, doesn't work for me. Again, I'm biased by like you were with Jurassic Park because I know the the content of the story and the grid makes total sense. Okay, but I'm gonna put it before Agatha Christie. I still hate that. Yeah. <laughs> um, what we got next? Brave New World. Aldous Huxley. This is the one you'll see hanging in a fucking Barnes and Noble. Um, it's got this. Oh, you, you can describe. It's your turn to describe. Sorry. So the font. Uh, it's got Brave New World at the top, Aldous Huxley at the very bottom, and only what can what can only be described as kind of like an old timey news report font. It's kind of this interesting white. Uh, I don't really know. It, it kind of looks like a news broadcast from like early television that would come out. You've got the like what appears to be a globe in the middle with a line coming mm-hmm. through it on its axis, slightly tilted uh, to the left. Um appears to be some sort of plane flying through that line in the axis. Yeah. It's all a very nice blue, a very nice white. I do like the color. I like the color yeah. a lot. Um, I kind of like the line work. It's nice. Um, it's almost. It almost looks like there's like an antenna sticking right, out of the top right. of the earth, like putting like waves yeah. out. Yeah, and you, yeah, and there's some kind of wave pattern coming down. You can see outlines mm-hmm. of the continents. Um, I don't know how I feel. I mean, it looks nice. It's kind of not exciting, but... I would say a pretty, pretty serviceable job. It's not really jumping out at me. It looks nice though. What do you think about the font? I like I like the font. I like the font. Like I said, it kind of evokes, the, evokes yeah. this like old time news bulletin, like special report yeah. coming in live from yeah. the you know America Broadcasting Channel. That's kind of what yeah. I'm getting from it, like old timey newspaper. Um, I would expect to see this like in a movie montage, like spinning towards the screen, and then like. you know um but yeah yeah, nothing i mean b i would say solid b i think mid mid b mid solid b here okay so here's the thing is it better than i robot no okay i think i robot's got more character okay so here we go we got three sci-fi because you can tell brave new world is trying to be old and it was made in like 2010 Brave no, New World? you can tell that cover for Brave New World is trying. Oh, to be I was old. like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> okay, I have no clue what this is. It's some, um, I think, French book. I don't know who the author is. I don't know what the. I think it says "Demons and Chimeras." I, I think that might be what it is. Demons of Chimeras? I don't know of Chimeras. I don't know. I don't speak French. Um, it has an astronaut, uh, in a spacesuit. And half of his face is like a zombie, and the other half is like really wrinkled. But then around him is this weird, like, uh, mandala, like, like probably like a hundred mandalas, like little flower petals almost, or flowers, like surrounding him in space. I have no clue what's going on. Um, the, the and they're colorful. The the background is mostly black. I think the font is bright. It, it's easy to read. It's not obnoxious. I personally really like this. Because, like, I just want to pick this up to know what it is. I want to know what this book is. I want to know what it's about. I want to know if I need to buy it. Like, yeah, in this I'd, a, I'd do low A. I, I'd say low A. I think that's where we are. I mean, the, the, it's really what no argument kills there. Me, what kind of like, kills it for me is that, that, as you said, the zombie face, that is a little yeah. too cartoony for me. It's a little, little, too car- little out of place. 
I doesn't really, really let buy ball doesn't really line up with the other eye socket. Mm-hmm. But um But to me, you know, you put this on the shelf next to Brave New World. Which yeah, one am this, I grabbing? I'm this grabbing has got this a lot one. of character. This has got a lot of like what is yeah. that? Like it's got a French title. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely A. I'm definitely picking this up. I'm definitely reading the back. Okay. Okay. This one's Babel 17 by Samuel R. Delaney. I mean, I'm not going to lie. This looks like a, the cover of a movie. This looks like a movie poster. Um, what we have is uh, here's, here's a black and white eyeball, just the one eye, um, not looking dead ahead, kind of looking up to the to the right. Um, at the top, for about the top quarter of the the, the, the movie poster, I guess we're going to call it, it seems like there's like white, white speckles falling. It looks like stars or maybe snow falling down cuts off right about at the top of the eye right under the eye is Babel 17 nice clean lowercase font we love lowercase font here at suck my fanfic um, underneath it, it looks like it's got some quotes which we love and then some indistinguishable text reading um, vertically it's actually written vertically at the bottom yeah this looks this looks like a movie poster um, yeah. I'm I'm not interested at all I think it's completely not serviceable I would say probably Probably D, probably like high D, maybe higher than the other Ds, maybe low C. I would, I would rather pick up Neuromancer. Yeah, I would, I would pick up Neuromancer before this. It's just not doing much for me. It's, it's like and fine. I think the biggest thing that bothers me is that this is like following a trend in like modern sci-fi, where like they take an old property and they'll do something like this that's like very clearly made on a computer. Yeah. And, like, I just – I don't like it. I, I don't know why you need to do that. I don't like the washed-out blue. Mm-hmm. It doesn't tell you anything it's, about the book. This is the cover – I don't know if you can see uh, on my screen. I can't do a really good job because uh, of the delay. This is the cover of Babel 17 that I have. It's one of the old – I think it's, like, the second or third print. It's awesome. Oh, hang on. Let me see. I'm doing a terrible job. Yeah, hey, let me back, see if I can. Back, Give me one back. second. There you go. That's cool. That's nice. That – that looks like a movie poster a la, like, the painted old movie poster. Yeah. I like that a lot. I don't know if I'd pick that up, but it's definitely a lot better. It's better. It's at least better, and that's all that matters. That's all that matters to me. So I'll, I'm just saying there are better Babel 17 yeah, covers that, out there. I think it's I'm worth gonna... pointing out that that was a straight-up photograph. We go. It's got that sci-fi, like, sci-fi channel blue yeah. tin. Yeah, I hate that's it. That's fair. hate it. It's terrible. It's awful. It's awful. We should burn um, that's all. It's it's uh, whoever decided to do that. Find another career move or another career. The Forever War by Joe Haldeman. Mm. Um, my, my turn to describe this one. So we got what almost looks like a photograph. It might be a photograph. Hey, William Gibson, the I, author of Neuromancer. Big blurb on this one too. Yeah, of course. Um, it 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 looks like the the palm trees on it might be a photograph. It's a soldier in like something kind of like a bulky outfit, um, walking down like a pathway in a jungle. Um, the title's big and prominent, The Forever War, Joe Haldeman, that's all printed well. Of course, the top fourth of the cover, to say that The Forever War is the best science fiction war novel ever written, is uh, to damn it with the faint praise. It is, for all its techno-extrapolative brilliance, as fine and woundedly genuine a war story as any I've ever read, William Gibson. All right, whatever, William. Now, again, I'm I'm such an idiot, I should have just kept it. This is my copy of The Forever War. I don't really like this cover... But god damn it, it's so much better than the other one. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, just that one's better. nice. The one you got there is nice. The um It's just it's crisp, it's it's and simple. then you talk about that's like a nice like like late eighties, mid nineties 
like yeah. mass market paperback style. Yes. This one is yeah. the way that the uh, text is staggered. It's left justified. The Forever mm-hmm. War and the Forever kind of gets washed yeah. out in the light. I don't think that was intentional of the center. No. Um, I mean, it's interesting, like painting kind of the the, the scene. Yeah. But yeah. That that text set off and. I, I'm gonna say it right now. I kind of I kind of like books when it's all one color and then the picture or the image, if there is one, is like it's not like a painting. It's not like the whole cover is a portrait. Yeah. It's like either a box with the thing in it or it's just like a graphic and the rest of it's a solid mm-hmm. color. So right off the bat, I I mean I'd go I'm de- I will definitely never pick up the Forever War if I see this. So D? Maybe maybe I, maybe maybe the lowest D. I agree. And I can tell you, I've read The Forever War. I read it, I think, two months ago. It is legitimately one of the, like, one of the best war novels, period, okay, I've okay, ever read. Okay, okay, William Gibson. It is okay, so okay, William good. Gibson. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so good, and, and it deals with time dilation. And it's just, it's, it's like amazing. that Natalie Portman it's Netflix such... movie about war. I, I, that is, I should give sure. it a shot, but this cover makes me hate it. No, no, I'm I'm telling you honestly, like the Forever War is a very, very good book. It's stuck. It's one of those ones that you read and you think about all the time afterwards. Um, Double Star by Robert Heinlein. Okay. Uh, I think it's your turn. Wow, this is making me rethink the statement I just made. Double Star, Double Star in like a nice <laughs> periwinkle blue, Arial all caps font at the top, and then just looks like we've got two beams of light starting at the top. You know, top quarter, yeah. Double stars, making a cross, making an X. Um, There's two platforms um, coming from the left and right, respectively. On the left platform, we have a gentleman in an all-yellow jumpsuit, kind of black and white, but he's got a bright yellow jumpsuit looking down at the fellow on the right platform who's striking almost like a theatrical pose, if you can imagine, hand on hips, one hand aloft, kind of like an old 50s comic strip style, their faces – you know? yep. And then in the background, we have what appears to be some giant rocket or missile behind them. Um, and then the name of the author is very artly, artfully, just like right there on the right balcony. Double Day Science Fiction. You get a little logo on the bottom right. I like. I would read this. I would. I would pick this up and read the back of it. I like this a lot. I agree. I really like it. I like the the choice of color use because yep. it's all black. It's all grayscale except for and, and the, the jumpsuits and the text. Yeah. And I really like that. Now, it's funny that you described the one character looking like an actor because he is. That's what Double Star is about. It was actually Robert Heinlein's first Hugo Award, uh, Hugo Award-winning novel. And it's about the uh, a politician in space needing a uh, double to double him at uh, events and stuff. And so this, this Double Star book is literally about a, a political wow, this, double. This does an um, awesome job then of – Kind of give yeah. me an idea. I mean, I would read the back and be like, "Oh, like cool. Like I like that. There's a connection here. I really mm-hmm. like it. Definitely a high A. De- high a. a for me. I, I think, I think it's before the uh, the yeah. French one. All right, I think it's higher yeah. than the French one. I, I like it. I, I really like it. Um, and Heinlein. I don't. I don't know if you ever read a Heinlein. He's amazing. He is so good. Um, he wrote Starship Troopers and basically everything else. Very He's nice. really good. Very nice. Guy. Um, I'm going. I'm going to resign myself from grading this one. I'm going to let you give the full grade. Um, it is a Dune cover. It's got a. Uh, it's the. It, this is actually the original Dune cover. Um, it's got a script Dune in white in the top left, 
top right, Frank Herbert, written out perfectly well. It's not script. A um, little italicized. Uh, and then we have this uh, green, gray, almost red scale, um, like rock outcropping. Uh, and then cutting down the center of it diagonally is this white. And then in that white, which is like clearly like a path, there's like these two uh, small um, figures, uh, clearly, you know, people, I guess, walking either into or out of what looks to be a cave because there's like a, a dark opening. Um, this is, like I said, this is the first cover for Dune. Interestingly enough, if this gives you any idea of the Chilton books, which are the people that published Dune originally, that only exclusively published uh, like car manuals before this, um, they they took the drawing that was made when Dune was serialized and just cut a corner out of it and made that <laughs> the cover. So that's what this is actually from. Um, I'm going to let you rank it. Um, I will not give my opinion. Hmm, knowing what I do about Dune, but then immediately forgetting all that because I need to be as superficial as possible. Mm-hmm. I like. I feel like I'm looking at like, um, yeah, I feel like I'm looking at like a Tolkien, like an excerpt from like a Tolkien map or something. Like it seems very yeah. topographical. It seems very realistic. Uh, I, there's two characters that appear to be visible walking. It's very nice. I like the script. The script like. It doesn't match at all up with my idea of what Dune is, but if I picked it up, it's a bit of a jarring change from the script of Frank Herbert. Um, I mean, it's not my favorite Dune cover, but I mean, I would mm-hmm. definitely. I I'm in between, like top of B and A. I might go top B here. I would have said low A. We'll go top B. We'll go top. Like I said, I I was not going to uh, have any judge on that. I like yeah, the cover. I, I I think it's it perfectly does its its job, but I definitely think it's the best Dune cover out there. I like yeah, it though, right. a lot. I think it's right B. I think B is no shame. No yeah. shame in B. It's no. got great content. That's what it's going to win. It's over, but that's not what we're here for. Oh, my God. What yeah. is happening here? Okay. So, <laughs> this is, so this somebody is, opened uh, up. Uh, late 70s. Looks like 80s. somebody opened up Microsoft Paint 3D on my, uh, Windows XP. <laughs> uh, this is Philip K. Dick's Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep. Um, it literally just, it looks like Windows XP, like the backdrop. You got very green, yep. uh, planes above that, um, a white horizon fading to a dark blue sky. Um, what appears to be some like kind of 2D, like 3D rendering of a, of a, of a Android, but it's like got human anatomy stretched over a copper body, uh, missing an arm. And then, uh, behind it, just a flock of sheep. This appears to be a battery or something that the Android is also plugged into. This, no, it's it's plugged. It's into plugged the into the sheep. Oh, okay. Wow, look at me. Yeah. I, I guess I'm the sheep. Um, this make this com- this cover makes me feel uncomfortable. Um, it's it <laughs> looks the right very ways. aged. It looks very. It's not retro for me. It just looks old. You know what I mean? It's it's in this weird uncanny valley of like not double star level pulp where it's cool. And not like new enough to be like retro, and also it's just like you are you belong with this. Looks dated. Yeah, this looks <laughs> the really dated. I hate that the grass is just like a flat. It has no real character yeah. to it. I mean, saying it's kind of an interesting. I like what it's saying, but I don't like it. I I would yeah. I mean, I would put it a I would put it below Neuromancer. I would put it below the eyeball one too. 
God, I okay. might, I might uh, above. Dude, I might hate. I might f this one. I might hate this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm throwing an F. That really ruined um, it. I hate, that's F for me. I, 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 you didn't even say anything, so I don't, I don't know what you feel, but that's F for me. That's F tier. I'll take it. Um, so here's, I, I have no clue what this book is. Um, I picked this because I think it's really representative of a, a trend that has started in science fiction or in uh, not science fiction in uh, book covers. Um, Karen Boy, Calocane. No clue what it's about. Um, I, I'm assuming this is some sort of uh, Germanic. Uh, based, it looks like it's Cronin, so that's what Dutch. It's KR for Cron Cronins. Cronins, isn't that? Cron I don't. Well, I love Cronenberg. No, um, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's a Belgian book. I have literally no clue what the the language is. Um, but it's it it's a, a white background on the top where it kind of gives all the info. Then below, um, there are these very like thick, um, bold lines with black um, outlines um, of green and blue. They kind of make, like, hills almost. And then there's a person standing in the front in a red suit um, with, like, a fire head. This, is, this just sounds like I'm describing mm -hmm. nothing, if mm -hmm. you're only listening. Uh, injecting themselves with a needle. Um, I think it's interesting. I I would personally, Ryan, give this a C. Interesting. Only because I think the the, the colors are jarring enough to catch my eye. And would at least make me go, wait, what the fuck is that book about? You know what I, I mean? That's well, that's kind of what I, that's what made me think I would put this at the bottom of A because I'm like I would look at the back. I would I would pick a, this up okay. and look at the back of it. If not A, okay. uh, well, like top third of B, because I'm definitely not buying this book. I'll tell you right now, I'm not caught dead buying this book. Okay, well then it needs to be in B if you're not actually going to buy it. Okay, if I'm not buying it, yeah, I'd put it. I I'd put it between uh, Rings of Saturn and iRobot. I robot. I think that's fair. I think that's a good placement for it, honestly. Yeah, because I'm picking it up and I'm um, looking at it for sure. Double star. Yeah. I'm buying on the spot. Double star is <laughs> awesome. I want that. Color okay. Um, um, here we go. Next submission is uh, Anthony Burgess's "A Clockwork Orange." Nice two-tone cover. Got orange and yellow uh, mm -hmm. separated by a, a thin black horizontal line at about the bottom third mark. Um, very cartoony. Um, kind of blocky uh picture of the main character i don't know the main character's name it's got the old I think his alex. Name's alex. Oh, terrible name uh he's got the old uh Awful. hat there only one no features on the face except for the one eye with the uh black eyeshadow all around it appears to look like sort of a gear um mm -hmm. anthony burgess a clockwork orange at the top in yellow again separated that black line nice symmetry uh yeah this one's pretty good this one's pretty simple it's not blowing me away, but I, I kind of like that, uh, as I've stated. Penguin Books, very classy in the top right. Mm -hmm. I'd put this in I'd put this in B tier. Not much to say about it, but it's it's clean. I'm going to fight you, and I'm going to say low A. Okay. Why? I think I – the thing is I think um, right now I'm from, from, you know, just going to bookstores, it looks like there's a trend in, in book covers – with, with oversimplicity, and you see that in like every logo possible nowadays. Like every logo is being, being oversimplified. They simplified the fucking Google Chrome logo. Walk walk into the store and pick up a, a Pringles can. They simplified that logo. Why? Why would you need to do that? So I'm 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 prefacing with I hate simplified logos and simplified artwork, but I think this is just simplified done so mm. right. And I think um, the color theory on this is perfect. 
We got this nice orange. It's clockwork orange. The yellow, I think, contrasts it, and we all know that red and yellow, orange and yellow are the most eye-catching combination. Then on the bottom, he's wearing the blue and the green, which I don't know if that's contrast, you know, to contrast with the environment. I don't know. I like it. I would say low A. That would be my opinion. Okay. Yeah, I like it. I, looking at what we have in the ATR, I, I think it lines up nicely. I do like the simplicity. I'm picking it up. Yeah, I'm, I'm picking it up. I'm seeing yeah, what's that, going that on. Yeah, that is the clothes. version of Clockwork Orange that I would want on my shelf. Yeah, for sure. Mm. I, think that's a, I think that's a good judge, too. What version do I want on my shelf? Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Good luck explaining it, because there's just, I don't know, Good luck seems like there's you. a lot going on. I'm not explaining this one. Oh, bitch, I am. So we got Douglas Adams. It's a black background, mostly. Douglas Adams at the top, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Justified Left. Then in the middle, it starts to get a little blue, a bunch of stars thrown in there, uh, a very like comically drawn uh, planet uh, with red, greens, and blues. Uh, then we got a green planet uh, with arms coming out of it and a big big tongue sticking out at you. Uh, and then a hitchhiker's hand. Um, I guess it's drawn in a pastel, sort of, um, in between realistic and cartoonish, kind of in that Looks like they area couldn't make there. up their mind. Look at the vein on the wrist yeah. and the way that the, 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 it looks yeah. like a big butt right there, the palms. I would say, yeah, the, the proportions are weird, too. The thumb is definitely stumpy. The nails are killing me. Uh, Oh, they, they're awful. Uh, and then there's a purple planet uh, to the bottom right of the hand um, with some rings around it. And then it says a novel in orange. Um, I've never read Hitchhiker's Guide. I've only seen the movie. So I, I guess I kind of know the story-ish. Uh, I, I know well. I've read the whole series. I love it. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to refuse okay. myself from this. I'm interested to hear what you say. I, so my thing is, if, I don't know if you can tell at this point, I like pulpy or campy covers. I really do. Um, I like ones that look like they're hand-drawn. If it looks like it was done in Photoshop, I'm not going to like it. Like, that's why I hate the Babel 17 one so much. I'm just not – or the Forever War one. The Forever War is such a good book, and that's such a terrible cover. Um, so I like ones that look like they're hand-drawn. I like ones that look like someone put time into it. I'm never a big fan of the, like, shadow – on the the um, lettering, I understand it's to, like to highlight the lettering, but it's white on black. It doesn't need to be highlighted. Um, I would go. I would go mid B. Really? That's that's why. Do you think it's? Do you think I'm too low? Do you think this is S? I would go C on this one. I I can I I can meet you at that as long as it's above Jurassic Park. That's fair. I don't there like the hand. I'm the hand taking is it. Killing me. The hand. The hand is, the hand is killing weird. me. Killing bro. me with the nails, bro. Let's go S tier. Let's S tier. Animorphs. Put it on there. <laughs> Put it on there, bro. I picked up every Animorphs S-tier. I ever saw, and I flipped that bottom right every time, bro. Every time. Is there anything better than that? Like third stage in the Animorph evolution. It looks like it's just screaming out to be killed. It hates it. It's literally look at look at this look at the the slug. Kill it's, me. That's what she's dude, screaming. Animorphs, S tier. There's never been an Animorphs book I've walked past that I haven't immediately picked up and read like ninety percent of the book because it's for children and like flipped in the corner yes. to look at the transitions left and right. That is, um, that looks terrible, but it is iconic and it is S tier. The definition. It's S tier. It's so good. Like, the Animorph, like, I, I don't think anyone actually liked this, the story of Animorphs. I don't think, I, you know, like, I know that, like, I read them. I didn't, you know, I didn't read all of them. But I don't, 
It's like the story's fine, whatever, like an alien war, who cares? But you just pick it up, and there's like a dude turning into a turtle, and you're like, I want to know about the guy turning Always into a, a turtle. There's got a sol- scholastic, yep. And I don't even need to describe it. You know what it looks like. I don't. I mean, honestly, I don't even think I've like. Are they trying to turn into animals on purpose? Is it like a a Frankenstein? I don't think I've ever even read an Animorphs. It's a war. It's a intergalactic war, and um, the blue like centaur thing gives them the powers. Good. You'll really help in the wars as a slug. Agreed. Um, all right, I, I really have to go pee. So um, I will flip to the next one, and you okay, can I'll describe take, it. Animorphs has to. take my sweet, sweet time. Take your sweet fucking time, bro. Ooh. Okay, I'll describe why I did this mm. one, too. Okay, so here we have uh, Migrations. Migrations. Simple cover, but there's a lot going on. Simple in that all the action is in the middle third. At the top, I'll just describe it. It looks like a picture of of like antarctica um you see some some cool waters it fades from a solid color right into this photorealistic water which i kind of like that transition it's it's softened by some chunks of ice floating in in the color of the of the book which is nice very subtle transition into a photo of what appears to be antarctica um like a like glacial uh cliffs um some icebergs floating in the water ahead of that some ice caps um, and then above that, as the uh, as the cliffs give way to the sky, we have some some birds, migratory birds, um, going kind of trailing up like a like a plume of smoke, left to right. Um, and you just have at the top migrations, very subtle, very times New Roman. Got your serif migrations, a novel at the bottom, Charlotte McConaughey, and you know what? The blurb just says extraordinary. You don't necromancer forever wars. You don't need the more you say about the book, the more I think you're over. You're compensating for something. The more I think you really have to sell me because this book is terrible. This book, one word, extraordinary. Doesn't need any other qualifiers. What can you say? Extraordinary. <sighs> so as I don't like books that have pictures on it, I think this is very classy. This is a very classy book kind of looks like maybe like Jody Picoult if I had like my mom read a lot of those books um, but yeah classy and understated very nice um, extraordinary one word blurb I'll take that um, not gonna make me pick it up though just a very I very appreciate that cover so I would go I would go B I would go B on this one I think good. We have exposed both of our names. This is awesome. Um, I will definitely gonna unlist this when we're done. But whatever. Um, <laughs> I personally believe that this is a very. I, I heard some of what you said. A very like haunting cover. And knowing what I know about the story, I think it perfectly encapsulates it. Um, you know, it's like clearly a photograph. And I just, I like it. I think, I think the color is perfect. Like I said, I like a gradient and there's like a great gradient. If we're going B, can we at least go high B? I can go high B. It's just, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get this book. I, what I was saying is it kind of reminds me of like the Jody Picoult books that my mom used to read. Like it's just very simple. Okay. Good. But I just have baggage with that. I have baggage with that. I'd put right. that above 
Where do we? I'd put that above. I, I always think the highest of the tier is to the left. Okay, it is. and I would go. I'd go above Asimov. I'd go above Doom. I'd put that okay. at top B. It's nice. It's nice. I want to fight you for putting above Doom, it's, but that's fine. I said it's I'd like the myself. nicest modern book I've seen. Like I really, like you said, I really Agreed. trend retro. Agreed. That is very modern, and I like it. Ooh, I like this. All right. Gideon the Ninth, Tamsin Muir. This is this was her first novel that came out uh, in 2019, and she, I think she won a Hugo for it. If she didn't, um, she got nominated. Uh, le- the the bottom says lesbian necromancers explore a haunted gothic palace in space. That's a, a quote. Uh, it's a blur, but he's just describing the book. <laughs> uh, it's got a woman uh, in all black, kind of like a dress. She's got like a skull face and red hair holding a sword with, like, a gauntlet on her left hand with just a fuck ton of skeletons, like, just collapsing around her. Uh, it's Gideon the Ninth. The Gideon the Ninth is, like, super stylized, and uh, the lettering is, like, really, really stylized, really nice. Um, and it's got this nice orange bar on the side uh, of it. I do like that. And I will tell you that the cover for Harrow the Ninth, the second book in the series, is almost the exact same thing, but in blue. Uh. <laughs> Um, what do you think? Where we're going with this? I, I, it's not my, it's not my cup of tea. It kind of looks like, uh, I, you know, like the ranger, the sorcerer's apprentice or the ranger's apprentice, you know, mm-hmm. that book, like, I'm yeah. sure it's good. I literally can't pick it up because of the cover and the cover kind of reminds mm-hmm. me of this where it's just like, what is it? If this is a video game, I'd buy it. But if it's a book, I really don't have any interest in reading it. Fair uh, enough. I would go mid C. I think we, okay. So better or worse than Hitchhikers? I'd take Hitchhikers before this one. All right, here we go. That's the next one. Come on, do this. Oh, because I zoomed up on it. All right. <laughs> this one was suggested by a podcast about something. Okay. Uh, we have uh, what appears to be like a. It, it looks like an old magazine. It looks like a magazine cover complete with like a postage stamp kind of in the top left yeah um and like the it's like got a title of the magazine it's like a green bar for the top quarter um and it says the rifleman somehow in quotations i guess um and it's the novelization of it's the novelization of a tv show and then we have very very realistic basically picked photographs of um it looks like maybe young Ronald Reagan pretending to be a cowboy with pastel pants. Um, he's oh. just to about uh, his upper thigh looking down. And then right from his groin um, is, <laughs> well, I got to say this. There's a child kind of hold, standing next to him, much shorter, looking very sheepish up to, the, to his right, staring at Ronald Reagan's chest and holding a bundle of, thick wood at what would be this man's crotch level and it says a mysterious bag holds the secret to an outlaw's past and a threat against lucas and mark mccain um f this is the kind of book that i would see at a bar in brooklyn that is not meant to be read but is meant to be observed and for that f I'm out. And for <laughs> I'm that, out. I'm out. I'm out. I like the Androids one better. You can't fight me on that. Uh, Stories of Your Life and Others by Ted Chiang. I hope I pronounced his name correctly. 
Um, shining haunting, mind blowing. Ted Chiang is an exhilarating, is so exhilarating, so original, so stylish. He just leaves you speechless. I do love Gina um, Diaz. That is that the, is a ringing endorsement. Okay, there you go. The stories of your life and other stories is, and others is uh, and his name are in a circle. There's like a clock face, and all of it is on top of um, obviously uh, not real, but like a. a, a a merging of the night sky and clouds. I don't think you could even find a copy that doesn't have a goddamn moon in the top left that has includes story of your life, the basis for the major motion picture arrival. Oh, this is for Arrival. I love Arrival. It's a wow, great this movie. does not look like yeah, the Arrival. Arrival had a very cool marketing no. campaign. It was like, I got to see that movie. This this looks like a self-help book. This looks like a nighttime sleepy book you'd read to your kids this looks like this literally looks like a like a time management book where it's like how to set a daily literally, planner yeah. and get eight hours of sleep every night yeah apparently he's one of the best like science fiction of like like hard science fiction writers of our time and they give him sleepy time this is pretty this is pretty what do you think i mean this is pretty f this is pretty f to me yeah i hate i hate that i i would i the I don't moon, like it. Honestly, as much as I hate that it tells me it's a movie, I it probably would entice me to pick it up more than anything else on that cover because I'd be like, "Oh, Arrival! Oh, I'll read that." Literally, that's the only reason. Terrible cover. Oh, I gotta zoom out again. Okay. Hmm. 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 I think it's the original. So this is one. a copy of the short story. Um. I have no mouth and I must scream, which is an extraordinarily disturbing read by Harlan Ellison. <laughs> I made you. Yeah, read I read it. It was uh, it was very disturbing, um, so bleak, uh, makes you want to just crawl up into a, a hole and die. All black cover, everything's left justified. Bright yellow, Harlan Ellison at the top, seven time winner of the Hugo and Nebula Award, and very small, very small text, very humble text, might I say. Then you have yeah. the I, followed by a couple of blurbs about what this book is about. Then you have Have No Mouth and I Must Scream. And then in the bottom right is this very, it looks like a newspaper cutout of a head with the mouth erased. Looks like this could be Hitchcock's head with miscolored, mismatched eyes. And then its ear is replaced by a megaphone. So nice, like, blending, penciled in, kind of very well-shaded drawing. Um, and then just like mangled legs with anatomy, et cetera, around it. Um, this is as pulp and as like culty as you can get. So I feel like Alex really likes this one. <laughs> I keep. I feel like we're packing the beats here, but I want to go B. I would go low A on this one. I I could I could go for a B. You're not going to hurt my feelings with a B. Where do we do we do we like it more than the Rings of Saturn? No. Do we like yes, it more yes, than yes, the, yes, the, the that one? That okay. I think that's fair. I think that's a good spot for it. Honestly, I can't fight that. This is awful. I hate this cover. <laughs> before I even describe it, it's oh, all yeah. black. That kills. Uh, the the bottom half has a bunch of holes, and the t front three. Have these little like ferret monkey creatures popping out. It's whack terrible. Uh, the 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 font half ass says the lurking fear <laughs> in other stories. H.P. Lovecraft. 
You can barely fucking read it. It's like extremely Dude, that L Gothic. looks like a Q. The L literally looks like an Omega with a fucking uh, yeah, Enya a tilde, over yeah. uh, underneath it. A tilde, that's it, that's it. It's awful. It's awful. It's so bad. I hate this cover. Um, I, I wouldn't want to pick this up. The the weird, like, very clearly, like, 1990 Photoshop made, I don't know, dogs, monkeys? I don't know what they are. Yeah, Terrible. And the holes it's are, F. It's F. I would go D. I would go D. But, yeah, those, those it, dogs look terrible. No, those I dogs would, look really bad. I'd pick up the... Bro, I would pick up the androids way before I'd pick up this. Okay. I'm I'm tossing. I'm sorry. I put my foot down. I'm just going to scooch you out of the way. So this is an offense to my eyes. you pick up androids? Nah, I would go androids. I would not go androids over that, but that's fair. I'll give you that. I'll give it, I'll give it to okay. you. You're, you have a stronger reaction okay. than me. Okay. Uh, here we go. We've got Vladimir Nabokov's Despair. In the tradition of Lolita, dot, 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 a major work, in case you haven't heard of it. <laughs> Thanks, Sunday uh, Telegram. I didn't know he wrote, is this sci-fi? This looks like sci-fi. I have no clue I what this is. I didn't know he also wrote sci-fi in addition to child pornography. Um, despair. Very, just, like, very simplistic. Like, this is despair. This yeah. book's gonna, this book's gonna bum you out, bro. That's what this tells yeah. me. Um, and then it has what it, it's kind of like scream. It's almost like a 3d model, but not in a disturbing uncanny Valley kind of way. Like Android sheep is, um, just kind of like a very well shaded, well, uh, smoothed out drawing of a naked torso up to about, uh, mid chest. And then coming in from both sides of the head, hands on either side and a very extreme avant-garde home alone expression with a mouth that is just gaping taking up the entire head it I, looks like maybe jack skellington kind of expressive eyes up at the top i like this i like this a lot i think it's a mirror you think it's a mirror oh snap in front of a face i thought it was i thought it was like screaming oh okay no it, i think i think it's supposed to look like both. oh and it's a decorative mirror in front of okay so then i'm thinking more this looks like a mannequin with no features and then the hands i it's, see yeah I, i'm kind of confused i'm kind of yeah. confused see i respect it I like it. It's, it's clean, but I don't. I I personally really like the the plain yeah, despair. I, like that. I personally I like that a lot. Um, so you say C? Yeah, just because I uh, I would like to put it at the front of C. What else is is that a like Jurassic Park? What else is in that tier? Hitchhiker. Yeah, it's, it's better than Hitchhiker. It's I don't think it's better than Brave okay. New Roth. I don't think it breaks into B. No. Scary stories to tell in the dark. Black border. Red Dope. border. White. Uh, scary stories is in black and to tell in the dark. Then there's, uh, and this is coll collected folklore and retold by Alvin Schwartz drawings by Stephen Grammel. And then there's this like sketch of a skeleton, uh, smoking a pipe growing out of a field, um, with red on its face and blue on its head. And then there's like a barn and there's like a cemetery. What do you feel? Ryan? I mean, standard classic B it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't make me want to buy it, but I recognize it. It's a, it's iconic at this point. I'd put it C. I put it below despair. Below yeah. despair. I take it. I, I'm more interested in the despair cover. Way more interested in the despair cover. Mm, Catch twenty two, the one that everyone's seen. I do like this title. I like, I like this cover a lot. Blue, where it kind of like, kind of fades out at the edges as if it was painted with like oils. Kind of gets a brush stroke effect mm -hmm. at the ends. The uh, red 
kind of like paper cutout, paper doll uh, character in the right. Uh, a novel by Joseph Heller. This is this is a this is just like classic vintage. You're forgetting the the, the airplane, airplane too. the shadow oh. of the airplane in the right, so the, the figures looking up in terror at the the airplane above. Um, what do you think there? Yeah, I think that's perfect. I think that's a very good A tier. We got. That's a very good looking shelf we got right there. I would. I love the A tier shelf right now. The S tier shelf. <laughs> the S tier shelf is top notch. Um, so this is all three of Isaac Asimov's foundations. Ah, the foundations. Um, I don't know what print they are. Those are tight. Um, let me see if I can zoom up on them. I think they're tight. I love them. Um, I love the the continuity between them. So there, there's, I think there's a lot of solid things they have going for them. The consistency between the three books I think is nice. I like, you know, you said you like it when there's like a color and then there's like something interesting. I like how they have the consistency with the, the font, the word placement. And then each one is, you know, there's one that's yellow, there's one that's red, there's one that's blue. Then as far as the actual drawing goes, like the actual art on the front, we have Foundation, we have the main, I can't remember the main character's name. Um, but we have the old psycho and uh, psycho historian sitting there, these looming, like, futuristic towers behind him. Foundation and Empire, the second one, we have a character in the, the, the obvious rubble. It looks like a forest, um, a hurricane came through a forest and blew all Boy, the trees down. It also down looks the, like all those the, towers are now collapsed. Yeah, that's what yeah, I mean. Yeah. The, 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 like, that's what it looks like about the towers. Sure. Like, they're all crumpled yeah, on top cool. of each other. And there's a person there just playing a lute in a jester outfit. And then we have Second Foundation, and there's a person in a green field with like the, the remnants of those towers, what's left standing. Uh, and she's, she's actually looking back at the viewer, which means that she's heading forward. She has her back to us. She's moving into the future. I really like these three. I would pick these up ASAP Rocky... I want them on my shelf right now. What about you? Yeah, these are tight. As a group, these are really sick. I, Yeah, they look yes. like the dopest, like, comic covers slash, like, like, yeah. uh, um, like you know, like when, like, an anime movie will break through, like, gone, you know, spirited away yep. or Kiki's Delivery Service. Like, it looks like one of those pretty sweeping epic. These, these might, yeah. these might be S, if not top A. And the and the thing is the even the the sky is a different color for each of them. The the sky in, in foundation is, is like, a red, which yep, almost tells dusk. you it's like yep. the dusk. The setting of an empire. It's dusk. So it's setting of an empire. Then we get the, the, the green which um in the middle, which is like either dawn or it's this is uh it's just right. ash. It's Uncertain, you know, it's it's just sure, chemicals yeah. in the air. And then second foundation is this bright, beautiful yeah. blue, which is just just bright sky and those possibilities. Yeah, I that love would these. Be hyped. I'm I'm I'd going S. S. I'm, I'd I'm do going S. S. And I'm putting it behind Animorphs. And you yeah, stop. I mean, don't get crazy. Don't get crazy right now. Yeah, sorry. Um, there we go. Those are good. Oh, Great Gatsby. I, I, I'm a sucker for this cover. I'm a big time sucker for mm -hmm. this cover. You have the eyes. You have the eyes always watching. Tears streaking down. Um, some kind of 20s headdress stents sketched in above the lips. The blurry outline of the city. Maybe it's the rain. Maybe it's the tears in your eyes obscuring the city. Dead lights in the distance. A car doesn't hit you with now a movie with Leo DiCaprio. I can't, oh could my not God. stand those covers. Um, Listen to the song by Fergie. Uh, this this is all. This might be also S tier for me. I love this book. It brings me back to school. If it's not, I would go top A. But this is this is like an S tier for me. I'm gonna ask if we can do top A. Okay, I could do top A. 
I don't need this. I don't need uh, this on my shelf. Okay. I never I owned this. That like was not the copy. I had a school copy that they gave exactly. me. So I never owned this. I didn't. I didn't have that. I didn't have that version. So I, I kind of like it. Okay. I don't personally like it better than Double Star, but we'll put it top A. A ritual by Adam Neville. Uh, there are some things worse than death, and there's like a tree, and like a thing hanging from the tree, and it's like silhouetted, and the background's like. What's green. that movie that's not The Conjuring? But it's like one of those scary movies. Uh, I don't know. It looks like the movie poster. The Witch? Uh, not The Witch. It's like... Uh... It almost looks like the Blair Witch yeah, Project. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah. Um, where you place it. And this is D. This is D. I mean, there's like 9 million book covers that look like this. It's bad. Yeah. I'm, I'm walking past this I might not, I might not even life. notice it. No, I'm definitely not noticing it. That's sad. No, that's, no way. Yeah. That's below Forever War. That's like, what is this a book about? Nature, mm. basically. Now here we go. This looks like um, this looks like a Dali book cover for Agatha yes. Christie. Love the border. Love the white outline. Again, looks like uh, you know, it's got the Hercule Poirot Poirot mystery or whatever. So it's like, oh, this is a part of a mm-hmm. series that doesn't like. What is this? What's going on here? You've got a old black leather chair with ornate arms floating in the middle top, and they're forming some sort of diamond shape. And then on the left, you have a glass that is shattering. In the bottom, you have like a like a upside down Roman statue of a sort of you know goddess, some sort of goddess woman. Yeah. And then you have what appears to be uh, Filch from Harry Potter series, like choking yeah. out on arsenic like rearing back maybe scrooge after he sees the ghost of you know future Mm -hmm. um a bunch of ninja stars on her maybe some holly uh i'm gonna change that to holly that is definitely not ninja stars and then they're um, mistletoe mistletoe. the bears from the mistletoe are falling into a giant pool of blood creating a ripple effect originally published Mm -hmm. as murder for christmas uh there's a lot going on here it's cool my grandma would definitely have this book in her house no question yep she probably bought a first edition, and I'm gonna go see. I'd go see. I think this is very. I think this encapsulates a trend at one point in book publishing, uh, which was like taking an absurdist like painting and just cropping it, corner out of it, and slapping <laughs> it on the cover. And I think this is just like trying to emulate yeah. that. Not bad, but not good. I would put it honestly behind Jurassic Park. Yeah, but I'd you go, can I, that, tell I me otherwise. I think that's fair. All right, we only got five more. The Big Book of Lesbian Horror Stories. When these sapphic... I don't know what sapphic means. When these sapphic sisters saddle up, ecstasy is only a hoof feet away. <laughs> <laughs> then in like in like a Comic Sans like word balloon, first shocking printing. <laughs> then there's like a painting of these two women. One of them is definitely considered doing things to a horse. <laughs> and she looks like... She looks. She's touching the horse's mouth, like nose, and she looks like the you know like the sexy librarian that hasn't taken her glasses off yet. Uh, and then there's the like femme fatale lesbian who's like impossibly standing. There's no way you could actually stand like that. Look at how she's like leaning up against the pole, but also her legs on the other side of it. You can't stand like that. That's not anatomically possible. Um, her hair is all you know like curly, and you can tell that she's the one that's like really into it. She's got the pointiest boobs i'm just throwing that out there that's on the cover i'm not the one who said it or the one who made it um highest highest heel riding boots i've ever seen in my entire life by Alyssa circus and monica nolan 
Uh, I'm all here for it. I'm picking this book up <laughs> literally just because of the shocking title, which is huge. <laughs> it is it is done um, pretty well. This is a book that they would sell at Satchel's uh, Salvage yeah. in Gainesville, Florida, for sure. This is that's not it, it's not the book that would be at a Brooklyn bar to show off. It would be earnestly on sale and it would be too expensive. I, <laughs> You'd be like they're actually there would actually to make be money. Yeah, there's actually lesbians reading this right now. Yeah, this is a pretty sweet. This is pretty sweet. I would never read it. So I'm that I that might exclude C. it from A, but I yeah, I would go I would go I would go end of B. End of B. I'll take it. I I like it. I shouldn't, but I do. Gotta respect the hand-drawn. Gotta Agreed. respect it. And this looks like it was literally hand-drawn for each cover. Oh, yeah. This one's you. You're describing Games you can play with your pussy. And lots of other stuff <laughs> cat owners should know. I like the font at the top. The center, uh, center justified... Agreed. Kind of like paint strokes again, like a light blue swirl. And then in the middle is like a kind of far cider Garfield, the cart- yeah. comic strip cartoon cat who's got a very, uh, uh, you know, I don't know, demur look on his face as his paws are crossed. And he's, uh, you're playing chess with him, uh, though it appears you've beaten him soundly as there are no black pieces on the board, just white pieces. Um, I mean, like, I'm definitely, definitely not going to read this. And the the, the the cover does absolutely nothing for me. Unless this is, like, I might, like, flip through it to be like, is this a comic book? Like, is this a collection of Sunday strips? <laughs> if that's the case, yes. Uh, I don't like cats. Um, I like the drawing. Probably a D for me, dog. I'm going to say a D, and I'm going to put it behind the Forever War, but oh, in front of the soundly Ritual. soundly in front of the It buries. Dude, Ritual <laughs> might be the top ritual, F. Like, I feel like Ritual's getting too comfortable there at D. It's gone. It's gone. Fuck the Ritual. <laughs> Fuck the Ritual. Um, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. This, this title is just really funny to me. How Green Were the Nazis? Nature, Environment, and Nation in the Third Reich. Edited by Franz Joseph Brugemeyer, Mark Siok, and Thomas oh Zeller. Series in Ecology and History. And then it just has a photograph of a... a, a evergreen forest. <laughs> forest. Yeah, an evergreen forest. And there's a swastika in dead trees. Um, is this to say that they were, like, wow. surprisingly eco-friendly? Or is this, like, to suggest that they were, like, terrible for the environment? I think surprisingly, because I was like, "There's the the take that the the Nazis were not good is 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 pretty cold." I mean, I agree with it, but it's pretty cold. <laughs> um, and I I'm just like, I'm like, I okay, oh, like they were bad for the environment. Like that's also, I feel the same way coming out of it. Um, that's a pretty ballsy cover, though. Agreed. Uh, I, I I think it's. I would pick this up and be like, what the fuck? Just because of the, the, the swastika and the trees and the how green were the knots. I mean, this, the, the, the title is what would make me pick it up. The cover is what would prevent me from picking it up because I was like, I would never want anybody to see me <laughs> reaching for this book. It's a textbook, like, textbook yeah. cover. 
If it's if it's not a C, I think it's top D. I'll give it top. I'll give it what top do you think? D. Fuck Neuromancer, dude. I'd rather pick this up. You know what? It's better. It's better than the Agatha Christie one. Put it in C. <laughs> put it in. Put it in C. I'm there for it. <laughs> this one's you, I think. <laughs> we have a nice uh, photo of. Um, uh, Mother Teresa, you can Google image, search a photo of Mother Teresa. She's looking up and to the right. Classic. You can find it anywhere. It's by Christopher Hitchens. And then you have a nice white-bordered blue box on the bottom third that says, The Missionary Position, Mother Teresa in History and Theory and Practice. <laughs> yeah, I'd pick this up. This is like bottom A just because I'm like, what? This looks like a biography, but the name? There's no way. I would have to inquire. I would have to inquire further. <laughs> you have to pick it up. And, uh, okay, finally, how to make money in your spare time. And it's, <laughs> it's a red cover, black text. To the right of the cover, there's a dude in a ski mask holding a Tommy gun, wearing a tuxedo. And it says, buy 673126. And then in parentheses, note, author's pen name. This is kind of cool. This is kind of cool. I'm That's picking a. it up. That's middle yeah. A. That's above missionary position. This is like a cooler version of those, like, the subtle art of not giving an F book. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is like, this one yeah. looks like very serious. Yeah, yeah. There you have it. Boom, we that did looks it. good. We did it. Let's tweet I like it. it. Let's I'm tweet the tears. Save. Oh, my God. I'll, I'll tweet it. We'll see what other people give it. I like that a lot. Boom. Yeah, let me stop the, the screen share. Bang, bang. Stop sharing. Hmm. Very good. Very good. Well done, Alex. I enjoyed that. I don't know what that was. Something's beeping at me. And it's gone. Okay. So that was a very fun and engaging and long opening topic. I enjoyed that thoroughly. That was an excellent idea. It's very viral. Um, I think it'll I think it'll do wonders for us. Um, without much further ado, would you like to get to the fanfic? Are you there? Are you literally not there anymore? Hmm. Well, while this is technical difficulties abound, I'm going to go into the chat. See what's going on with our buddy. Uh, this is also my time to plug our social media. We are at SuckMyFanfic on Twitter. We are... Ooh, that's the end of the call. Let's get him back on the line, shall we? Follow us on Twitter. We're most active on Twitter. We have a very thriving Tumblr account. It's probably one of the more active Tumblr accounts. What's up, my dude? Oh, you're in the middle of a Skype update. <laughs> All right. Well, then uh, we have a beautiful picture of you. I'm going to go ahead and throw you up full screen. Um, this is uh, this is Alex on a on a frozen uh, Skype. So it's just uh, Ryan flying solo.
great. Um, all right, throw it to me. Um, so here's uh, your boy. As you can see, I've got my screen up here, and I'm gonna go to our first pick. It's gonna be Riri the Solo. Alex is uh, updating. Very exciting update to Skype. Can't wait for him to come back and show us all the fun things he's learned on Skype. Um, but for now, let's get it started. Let's get this read. Today's fan pick is from Archive of Our Own, as usual. It's called Diary of a Simpy Kid, Twitch Days. So it's like a TikTok, Twitch, streaming fan pic. Diary of a Simpy Kid, play on Diary of a Wimpy Kid, told in a uh, journal style. This is a 17,000 word, 17 chapter fan fiction. We're going to read the first three. We're going to read the first three today. Um, and as you can see on your screen, it's brought, brought to you by Arctic Penguino. Arctic Penguino. Archive our own Diary of a Wimp. Simpy Kid. Twitch Days. As Alex again finds his way back onto the screen. So let's get it started. Chapter one Greg discovers Twitch. Warning, this is all a joke. By the way, thanks for reading. January, Sunday. Last week, I was given a computer as a Christmas gift, but now it's almost like it's a family computer. Mom, Dad, and even Manny keep using it. He always somehow gets to watching. Let's bring our boy back on the line. Let's bring our boy back on the line. Bro, it's a good thing we don't get paid to do this shit. Jesus Christ, if we got paid to do this... God, we'd be fired right now. Uh, the editing has been impeccable. So Honestly, the editing is probably the best editing we've literally ever had. Um, it's just everything else is awful. So go us. Um, shout out streamers. I, Speaking of streamers, shout out streamers. Fan fiction is about streamers. Yeah, Simpy Kid. Diary of a Simpy um, Kid. And it comes with uh, pictures, so I decided I would show it on the screen if you uh, could go through it again. Visual format, big plug, watch us live. We will not tell you when we're going to stream. We will randomly gorilla stream. Yeah, dude, this is a great. <laughs> it's like it's like all the times. I was gonna say it's all the times that I want to shit talk like the titty streamers. It's like at least they know what they're doing. They're punctual. They've got a schedule. We will pop out of the virtual jungle and ambush you with uh, fan fiction, and then we'll see you the next day. Yeah, and we'll dox ourselves while doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, my mom's my mom's maiden name. Oh no. <laughs> the name of my first cat in the street I grew up on. <laughs> my eighth grade math teacher's name. No. <laughs> I just tighten up. I hate to I hate to take up so much time. I wanted to end it by showing you a cover I really liked that I have. Ryan's like, Ryan's like, dude, I was supposed to read a fic this day, this week, and you're just taking the entire time up with the book covers, you asshole. One time I had a fic ready to go. <laughs> China is at, should this, you just want to do the fic, this is already going to be a multi-part thing, right? Do you just want to do the, the fic later, and it's just this? It's just a well, fucking mess? Well, the only people who could stream this are podcast listeners, so again, here comes a visual, wow, wow, ooh, wow, that is actually really cool, by the way. We hold them I up. appreciate it. I that I can't tell if it looks good yet. It looks like it looks good. Okay, so we got we got Jesus on the front in the uh, you know being crucified, 
It says in the small text, winning best science fiction novella of, of the year, now a fully realized novel, the shattering story of a non-believer's passionate quest through time for the historical Jesus. Oh, and then... It's the reverse. Yes, like he's passing through time. And then on the back it says, no one at the moment is doing more to break down the artificial divisions that have grown up in novel writing, realism, realism science fiction, historical fiction, the poetic novel, the Michael Moorcock. Um... I'd never read Michael Moorcock until I read this book. It was just something that I um, saw on like a list on like a books as like, oh, the best science fiction novels you never heard of. Holy fuck, is this cover awesome? And that's actually the reason why I bought the book. And then holy shit, do I love this book. Oh, it is so good. No, it is. It is one of the best things I've ever read. It is so good. It's disturbing. It's stuck with me. I hated it at times. It's amazing. It's so good. It is it is really good, and they have modern uh, prints of it that don't have Jesus crucified on the cross, uh, but they're nowhere near as good. I mean, no. And then also the pages are red for for the blood of Christ. I mean, it's just Michael Moorcock, more like Michael Moore books, please. More, thank you, Michael. All right. Um, so let's go to a vast yeah, so. imperial work of fiction, Diary of a Sleepy. Please do. Diary of a Sleepy Kid, all about strangers. Of course, we are all we are all fans. <laughs> January, Sunday. Last week I was given a computer as a Christmas gift, but now it's almost like it's a family computer. Mom, dad, and even Manny keep using it. He somehow gets to gets to keep watching Coco Melon on YouTube. Mom and dad said he was not allowed to use it, but they thought he was just watching harmless cartoons. It's like they don't care at all. Coco Melon should be included in this Netflix playlist. But ask what that was. The good thing is that they're finally letting me do social medias. I found these cool websites and I'm planning on showing Rowley them on a winter vacay. Other than that, I'm going to bed for about four Monday. At school, I was on my way to the blacktop when I overheard Gregory talking to some other kids. They mentioned something or someone called Quick. I didn't understand what they were talking about, but I really didn't care. It was only when I got home that I got curious. So I searched up what it was, and I got really interested. I said, sir, hey, do you watch Dreams on SMT? And I wrote this. Quick apparently was a website for live streams, and a lot of entertaining people had accounts. I ended up finding some really funny content there, though. Not only that, but there were also some really creepy ones. One of them, who went by the name of Pokemon, had especially good content. It turns out you can even donate to them now. For now, I'll stop becoming a Pokemon fanboy. Content in On Friday, hmm, I wonder why. I've been watching Twitch almost every hour I have been at home these past few days. <laughs> I even talked to people like Chai Rab about this, and he said he was donating, thinking about donating to support some of the Pokemon fans. I want to also, but I don't have any Twitch streams yet after buying all of that Robux. Honestly, <laughs> I'm starting to consider doing some shady things in order to get one. Then, if I had money, I could buy subscriptions or even a YouTube. What is YouTube? Fuck, I mean, I'll look it up. I have no clue. A YouTube's. Oh, it's like a pop figure, but not. It's like. Dude, check out this sweet boss baby YouTube. Yo, are we going to do a uh, review slash live stream of the new boss baby movie? Boss Baby 2? I mean, I'd, I'd have to go see it for, like, the third time, but yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd do that. Boss is back. 
it is, <laughs> it is the only new movie coming out that's not like Black Widow. <laughs> oh my god. My grades are actually around C rather than Bs and Fs, and nobody seems to be annoying me or my best friend Rally for it. The only other bad thing is that it seems everyone besides me has the song Marvel, and with them, they're trying to bring up the cheese question in their better half. They were sick of just leaving it past. Basically, it started when a kid dropped a smelly piece of cheese on the blacktop and let it rot. It was gross, and everyone avoided it until someone accidentally stepped on it. They started calling something the cheese touch, where if you touch the cheese, you're rejected by everyone else. It was disgusting. <laughs> Nobody wanted it except the smallest guy at the diagnostic table. What the fuck? I don't know what this <laughs> is, bro. Everyone hated me for a bit, but after summer break, I guess everyone got bored of the gag and left it in history. <laughs> Thankfully. Fortunately, I guess my grade is still nostalgic, as some kid put a new piece of cheese on the blacktop, and it stinks. Not only did the touch return to the public eye, but everyone is using their phone to spread rumors on Twitter about who has it, had it, and hating on me. Somehow, they even got hashtag Bob has the cheese touch trending during the recess when Bobby McDonald touched Lydia Smith who had the cheese touch at the time. I just know that the next time people get a little too close to memories of the last cheese, they'll remember that I had it and cancel me, whatever that means. What the fuck? I get canceled for having the cheese touch. Okay. That's a joke. <laughs> oh my god, alright. That's what comes up when you search cheese touch. <laughs> Awful, dude. Of, uh, New York Jeopardy. Mm -hmm. I really like don't find this journal, not a diary, or anything really like interesting. Because what I'm about to admit to you is not very good. I stole from my mom's credit card. Okay, I know. Not very positive. I mean, moral. What the fuck? Am I a boomer? What's that? Am I a boomer? What the fuck is PogChamp? It's an emote used on the streaming platform Twitch, intended to express excitement, joy, or shock. Okay. I thought that was like fat ass white girl. Greg underscore V underscore Destroyer 69 donated $100. Sick. The streamer, who was the person I mentioned earlier, plus the name, Ethan Dead Smiley. Man. Wow. Wow. 
February, etc. I know it's been a while since I last wrote, but I've been busy trying to manage my homework and watching Twitch. I donated a good couple more times since the last entry, and I'm a big fan. At this point, I've become a regular on Pokemon Stream. If only Holly Hills had a Switch, then I would definitely... <laughs> yes, should I Google that one? Yesterday, I... Uh, I'm going to Google it. I my experiences with Rowley, who, you would never guess this, he also likes Pokemon. He says he is a 10-month sub, and he has gifted 60 subs. That's very close. I was super impressed, and I hate to say it, also subbed. He never told me about any of that before, either. That wasn't even the worst part. He said he had been a moderator for two months. Honestly, I got really mad at him. He should have told me all that two months ago. I deserve that credit. Damn, that's great. First, when the joke was on and everyone loved him, then the Zuli Mama incident. I'm sorry, I apologize in advance. I did not proofread this. This this relies on a very healthy knowledge of Diary of a Wimpy Kid lore. Yeah, yeah. Holly Hill's... Holly Hills is the girl who was, like, his love interest. Yes, he would love to love her, too. I even took the blame for the cheese test and he didn't even say thanks. That was it. Said I was done, we are no longer friends, and left the relationship at that. Of course, not to start on. Maybe that was harsh, or a little rude, but sometimes friends have falling outs, and I just can't right now. Maybe one day soon we'll make up, but for now, I still can't. It will be awkward when we see each other at lunch, school returns on Monday. I really need to become a moderator for Pokemon. End quote. Friday. Throughout the week, me and Rally only talked once or twice. Distant, mind you. They weren't pleasant talks to say the least. But today, I came up with a new idea. A genius one. One that would give me the mod spot. Sure, it would hurt our friendship even more and ruin one of the only good things going for me. And it's very flawed. Brings more problems to the table and isn't actually really genius at all. But I'm going to do it anyway. Right now, as I'm reading this at recess... And I see him on the four square court. I'm going to go up to him and put my plan into action. What do we think the plan is, Alex? He's going to give him subs to gift her from him? I don't know. Saturday. Yesterday went shockingly well, and I didn't expect it. I asked Rowley to give me his account on Twitch. He seemed surprised and angry at first, saying that it was his account and I was a, quote, greedy friend. But then I explained I needed it because he was a moderator, and I wanted it more than him anyway. I spent every waking moment on Twitch besides school, and I even do it during the summer. Rally didn't seem too convinced, saying that everyone in Poke's community loved him and praised him. He said he wanted to keep the role to help out her and everyone else. I said that was fine, because he held himself into a high regard, and he started to look worried. He asked me in a panic if everyone else in the chat thought that way, and I took the opportunity. I told him it was very likely they did. Rowley, unsure of what to do, seemed to give up. He told me begrudgingly that he would give me the account as long as I fixed authentication. He said it was very important to him, and he wanted to keep hanging out with me. I promised him if he got me the account, he would join me. And he agreed. I'm very excited to finally be a mod. Really, I'm not sure if I can be friends with him again, but at least I got that mod badge. Let's go. <laughs> him saying, go and get me, go and get, go get me and Pokey some slushies. Boss and rally around. He's got the he's the eye. He's the apple in the eye of the Discord community. Alright, chapter three. I think. Oh, that's Holly Hills. He's with Holly Hills there. He's calling out Pokemon. He's he's his favorite uh, Twitch streamer. That's hilarious. A problematic friendship. This is the last chapter we're gonna we're gonna get out of this. Monday. Ever since I got Rally's account, I've been having the time of my life. 
Everyone in the chat seems suspicious because I guess I don't type like he does. Fortunately, Pokimane really has been taking notice of me. I even donated 50 sub yesterday on his account. The uh. I'm still using Mom's Visa to buy that. She hasn't said anything <laughs> yet, but I think she's suspicious of me too. I'm pretty sure 50 subs is like very expensive. I think that's 250 bucks. <laughs> Stupid Mom's. Yesterday, Rowley contacted me saying he wanted to be able to use my account. Rowley Mama 836-290588 said that sentence. So I suggested that I come over to his house for the day. We watch Twitch on his account and even moderate together for an hour or two. And even though I was a little annoyed that he was trying to take over again, I suggested we do something else on the account. Maybe on one of those popular apps students use at school. This made Rowley all excited. When he said he wanted to help me make a viral video on the app called Tiktok, this felt very familiar. And I started having flashbacks to the last time we tried making a viral video. But Rowley said we could remake the video, but better this time, and it would actually become popular this time for Pokemon and friends. I said that stupid Tetris song won't get any clicks, but Rowley had another idea. Again, I'm sure, I'm sure there's lines. I'm sure there's like there's slaps that you've seen and read. It. Dire Avengers. Yeah, I guess. What's going on right now? Yeah. He said everyone would be interested if he cosplayed as Tesha in the video. At first, I was confused, and I said that sounds weird, but he said he wanted to have a mop on his head in the video, and I figured that sounded like a video that I might click on, and the song is called uh, TikTok, so I told him we should do it. I never guess, <laughs> this makes sense. Year back. I kept the secret part of the account. This guy is a terrible, terrible friend. Rally made He's terrible. His account was named Zooey Rowley, and mine was Pokimane Stan. <laughs> I used Rowley's phone to film it and put it on his account. Rowley took the mop, put it on his head, and did a lip sync. After a good few seconds, the TikTok was uploaded, even edited it. Fortunately, the moment we were going to fix it, my Rowley's mom walked in. Rowley explained what we were doing. All excited that his mom was mad. I said that we should not be putting our faces on the internet. That is very sage advice. And you never know what yeah. weird people will perceive us as. This is my Agreed. Up. Never put your social security and last name on YouTube. <laughs> Rowley looked like he was about to break into tears when she told him this. He uploaded the video. Something would do something. Like someone would do something about it. After the scolding, his mom wound up not to post it and left. Rowley tried not to put the video out. That was a rough thing to go through. Jeff, who could forget about the viral video idea? I'd love, love a good beat down. Love that. Solid story. Of course. Thursday. I'm getting more and more nervous by the day that I'm going to get caught. I've donated over $7,000 from my mom's PayPal to Pokimane at this point. From now on, I won't mention what I'm donating anymore just in case she sees me watching this. Anyway, today at school, things didn't end great. I'm finding a hard time staying friends with Rowley now that he's the moderator of Twitch. Not only that, but all of that watching Twitch and keeping secrets really distract me from work. My grades are back to being on average again. And not only that, me and Rowley have another thing coming. I started at lunch, and I was telling him about the 100 subs. The 100 subs I donated for Pokemon. That's got to be 500 bucks. That's got to be. Uh, he said he, was really, he really was missing his account, and he even said he wished he hadn't given it to me. I told him I didn't want him backing out of it. He agreed in the first place, but there's no five bucks. It's five bucks. I didn't want him guilt tripping me. Rowley said the account had his name, email, and everything, so he had the right to hold on. 
I tried I tried telling him he was all wrong, but just pretended not to listen, and eventually we started yelling. Somehow the conversation just spiraled into an argument about a ton of random things. We started debating about the TikTok we tried making from the weekend, and the kids at school's TikTok, and the new subjects in school, and it somehow just spiraled into arguing about apple juice. <laughs> we started debating about the Fuck. TikTok we tried making from the weekend, and then the kids at school's TikTok, and the new subjects in school, and it somehow just spiraled into arguing about apple juice. That was the same sentence two times in a row. The second one Wonderful. Was Green. I wish I could find the picture. I do think math That's is a good point. I think math is blue. Uh, I'd say math is blue. Crowley says you're gonna get you're now you're just gonna say orange juice instead of an apple juice, and then our protagonist says it is, and they both say your opinion is wrong. Orange juice is better than apple juice. So. Yeah, I would drink orange juice before I drink apple juice. I still drink orange yeah. juice. In the end, the lunch bell rang, and I shouted at him because this time we had really got it, and I even added I was going to change the account's email and landline. On the bright side, at least I got Twitch Prime to go. Tuesday, I got busted. Mom found out about oh, God. the money I was stealing. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's the end of um, what I would call one of the worst things that we've ever read on this show. A poop sock? Wait, what? What's the poop sock? Probably another piece of apple juice. Apple juice. In poop sock? Mom found the poop sock, Greg. Loaded diaper Reddit. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know what that is. decipher what you are literally looking at that is actually you true cannot put into words what you're seeing you're a veteran of the internet and you cannot comprehend what you're seeing i don't know what the fuck's going on dude all right i guess that's just some um, yeah i don't know inside joke for the fucking diary of wimpy kid community and good for them i guess must be me too. Diary of a Wimpy Kid Rodericks. I guess. I don't know. Hashtag me too. Um, okay. Well, well uh, I don't think it was that bad. Honestly, I just feel like we didn't know enough to like appreciate it. Like, I honestly don't think it was that bad. If we had known, we probably wouldn't have appreciated it any more. That's true. That's probably a good point you make. I think that's a really good point you make, actually. Damn. Um, I, guess, I don't think it was bad, though. Um, I think it, it could have been written better. I think you cleaned it up well, though. So it was more in the performance than the delivery. I would agree with that. That was probably the best. That was probably the best thing about that pick. I think that's fair. Performance delivery. I think that's fair. Yeah. That's a good way to phrase it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, fuck. Uh, I don't know. Do we have anything else on? No, I just... I love how that's pretty much how every episode comes to an end. It's like a Fuck, well, boys, fuck, fuck me. Um, hmm. Anything else you want to say about it? That's it, that's it. I kind of wanted to go away. I agree. 
What are you stoked on? Shouldn't. It shouldn't. Shouldn't. I just watched a HBO Max documentary series by the two Floss brothers called Lady in the Dale. And it actually picks the Dale automobile in the 1970s during the oil crisis. I think I was talking about it when we were hanging out. Yeah. It's very good. It's very good. It's basically a three wheel car that's supposed to get 70 miles per hour. It's a complete lie. Yes. It's like if Tesla yes. never even put out a car, but started taking deposits, started growing. A lot of people are investing in it. This lady who was the head of it, she's getting on the cover of magazines. It's many shocking twists and turns. Yeah. Um, story of a con artist, story of uh, entrepreneurship, story of uh, the law, and a story of just how effing crazy the 70s and 60s were. Just like literally insane stuff was going on all the time very little oversight um, yeah great watch if you have hbo max lady in the dale is your is your lady in the dale nice uh i'm stoked uh on a lot of things been reading a lot lately i'm gonna skip all that i'm gonna say there's a science explainer that's what it, he described himself as on youtube called veritasium mm-hmm. um i've been binging his videos i think they're really good um, when I found when I heard the term science explainer, it was like when I was a kid and I heard someone say Mythbuster, and I was like, "That's a job. I want to be a Mythbuster." And it's not. And it's not. I wish it was. I wish it was. But Veritasium, science science explainer. Um, he has a really cool video he just put out where he wagered a physics professor because a physics professor tried to say that a video he put out was wrong, and it was a ten thousand dollar wager about whether or not he was wrong. Um, it's just really interesting, really cool stuff. He he does stuff about like dust or like nitrogen or just physics stuff. I don't know. Um, really cool things. So I say veritasium. Yeah, it's a good one. I like veritasium. Yeah. I, I yeah. Yeah. Um, so follow us on on Twitter, um, YouTube. What a shit show, honestly. Uh, Ryan, what should we remember? I think that we should remember that at the end of the day. Content is great. But it's all about the cover of the book. That's all that really matters, baby. You guys have a great, fantastic day. We're out. Agreed. Agreed.